0: How big is your faith? Do you believe that everything happens for a reason? Nicole's episode is guaranteed to stop and make you think. Could you forgive the person that changed the course of your life forever? And can you choose to see the blessings in each moment? Join me for Nicole's story. This is the Highway to Healing. Beautiful. I'm so thrilled to be joined uh, with you today on this episode, Nicole, and I was really touched by your story. I love how you have taken what you have experienced in your life and you have turned it in to gold. And what I mean by that is you've taken what some may have considered um A big turning point, maybe not into such good territory, but you have taken it and actually pivoted the other way. And now you work with people to help them overcome their obstacles. So first of all, let me just say, thank you for being a part of today's episode.
1: Thank you for having me. I am so excited to be in your space and to be sharing.
0: Let's go ahead and have you start with July 6th, 2007. You were 14 years old and that was a day that forever changed your life. So, can you share with our listeners what happened that day?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it was just a normal another normal day. I got up and I mean, I was a teenager, so I was doing teenage things back back then it was MSN messengers. So I, I remember I was on messenger, and I don't remember who I was talking to, but I don't know, probably some boy that I thought I was gonna marry someday, to be honest. And <laughs> my dad had come in the house and had mentioned that he was going over to a family friend's house and asked if anyone anyone had wanted to ride with him, and I jumped at the opportunity, and so on our way we were, and they ended up not being home and so we left, and for some reason or another, um, he decided to take a different way home than we normally would have otherwise come home, and we ended up hitting loose gravel. We were on his motorcycle. I was the passenger, of course. Um, Yeah, we ended up hitting loose gravel, and it was all i guess downhill from there um i ended up with a c5 c6 spinal cord injury um he ended up with a few broken bones and ironically i didn't have a scratch on me it was just my just my injury and he was i remember laying in the ditch and oh it was so hot out that day and I remember looking over to see where he was, and he was trying to stand up. He um, ended up with a broken leg and he was trying to stand up, and he was just blood from head to toe, like it was something you would see in a horror movie, and I ended up with nothing on me besides my spinal cord injury.
0: Oh, my goodness gracious i I can't imagine. Um, you know, I'm trying to take myself there emotionally and visually. And it's just, it's one of those things that you hear and you go, oh my God. Um, but I'm also sitting here listening to this with chills running up and down my body. And I want to ask you, and I don't know if you'd be okay, giving me your perspective on this, but I'm going to shoot this out here anyway. Do you feel, I mean, you don't have any, you know, scrapes or anything on your body other than the spinal cord injury. Mm -hmm. And I feel very strongly that you are meant to be this ambassador of light, you know, helping people through their challenges. Have you reconciled in your mind on a spiritual level, if this was somehow part of what you needed to do in this lifetime how do you view the accident and the injury
1: oh man I have tears in my eyeballs um yeah at first like I mean I was 14 when it happened so for the first probably oh man at least for the first 10 10 10-ish years I definitely didn't view it as something that was meant to happen i was just i was i was angry like why me right and um yeah angry sad but now for sure for sure i think it was it was all it, it was all perfectly laid out right like from the moment i got up that morning to the very moment that it happened it was all meant to be and i i agree that seeing as i didn't have a freaking scratch on me and it was only the injury i totally i totally agree that being that light and helping others through their obstacles is definitely what what it was meant for
0: it was the catalyst perhaps to help you see your greater purpose um, and and i don't mean to sound insensitive or to you to anyone listening that's going through maybe something similar um or to downplay it or to, or to try to uh, figure it out logically but spiritually it it feels like there was something much bigger um, happening on that motorcycle ride that day
1: absolutely for sure um... I actually just wrote a post about this, like how, you know, like everything, every little moment leading up to that, to that moment, like it, it all had to happen for it to, to unfold the way it did and the way it is currently.
0: I have to ask you about your relationship with your dad. So he was riding his motorcycle. You had said yes, I want to go with you, dad. Let's, let's go take the ride. And you were the passenger and you were his daughter. You are his daughter. What happened with the relationship with your father? How, how did that unfold um, after the accident?
1: That is, that's an interesting question. And that's not one that I've ever been really asked before, but it's also but it's one that I've contemplated. Um, I don't really feel like I ever really had a super close relationship with my dad. Um, But then, after everything, even to this day, like it's not the relationship I have with him is not one that I would expect to have with my dad. It's less than for sure. Um, And I've thought about it. I'm like, do I hold. I've thought about it, I've journaled about it. Like, do I hold him accountable? Like, do I feel like he's responsible? And I don't, like, I, I don't feel like that at all. And I don't, I'm not mad at him. So I'm not really sure where the, like, the disconnect comes in, in our relationship now. I mean, maybe it's, maybe he, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure he feels some guilt right I mean so I don't I don't know yeah it's not it, our relationship is not where I would love it to be
0: it's interesting as I hear that because I've done numerous sessions and and looked at dynamics and relationships and sometimes it appears to be that a soul or a person will be in your life for a very specific reason. And it could be that, you know, on the other side, perhaps he raised his hand and said, I'll be that catalyst. I'll be the one to usher in this pivotal moment in your life. Um, It's one of those things though, you probably won't fully understand until you cross back over um, to where you were when you made the blueprint for this lifetime.
1: Wow, that oh, that gave me chills, like all through my entire body. That gave me chills. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Like, and what a what a position for him to to be in, and to and the role for him to take on. Right. That's that. That was a powerful statement you just made.
0: Think it was meant to come through. So I'm glad we, we talked about your dad and brought that relationship up. So you've been living with this spinal cord injury for several years. Um, obviously some days are going to be easier than other days. Um, and people listening right now, they're going through, you know, their own set of challenges you know how did you get through some of the the darkest days or nights during this whole thing i know you spent 81 days in the hospital after it happened and you know about 10 years of being really angry so how did you get through it was there a moment even in your 20s maybe mid 20s where something switched
1: i will tell you i freaking cried a lot okay i cried like so many tears it's unbelievable but beyond that um I let myself feel really um and I think that's something that is not I guess normalized maybe like we're just taught to put on this shell and you know carry on right and do our best but really I just let my feel myself feel all all of the feelings there um, there's been so many feelings uh, anger sadness grief especially grief um, grief in terms of the life I knew the body I knew the oh man the body I knew the the abled body right the the a functioning body that I thought was so, so terrible and imperfect. And now I'm like, oh, it wasn't so bad after all. Um, Yeah, just, just feeling and just, just letting those feelings out, whether it's through crying or journaling or talking to someone. um, Feeling for sure would be my number one my number one um, way I got
0: through things. Hey, you're right. So many people will push it down and they think, oh, if I don't acknowledge it, then uh, they're not there or okay. they'll go away. And I love that um, honoring the feeling, honoring it, and allowing it to emerge and come forward so that you can be the observer and allow it permission to go.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I don't know if there was ever really like a, well, I guess there was the the moment that I was like, holy crap, like that, that turning point that you talked about, right. And turning it into something positive, something for the greater good. Um, So after my injury, I I did all of the things that I felt like I was supposed to do, right? Like in terms of like going to school, graduating, the whole college thing. And I I was so miserable in that. um, I remember sitting my last round of college that I thought was a good idea at the time, I remember sitting in the parking lot of the university, bawling my eyes out in my vehicle, just knowing like something was off, something wasn't right. That's not where I was meant to be. I was meant for something bigger um, beyond what I was going to school for, which was graphic design. And um, I think that's really the moment that I was like, You know what? F this shit i'm gonna I'm gonna do what I feel is what I'm put here to do and be and use use my injury, my story, my my tragedy for something something greater. I love that.
0: Okay. So people that are listening right now, they need a little a little nudge. They need some assistance, some loving care. So what insider advice would you give to people right now who are listening that can identify with a piece of your story or they're in a dark cave, a tunnel, they're having a hard time pulling themselves up and out. What would you tell them?
1: Um, I think I would really just tell them. I mean, it seems so. It seems so simple, but really, to just keep going, that they have a place here. That who they are is freaking enough. Like it is. They're more than enough, right? And. Um, whatever they want whatever whoever they are like just do that and just just keep going till you reach reach the light at the end of the tunnel really
0: one foot in front of the other one breath at a time one day at a time however it is that the listeners need to do it and get there they're capable of doing it they're capable of reaching that light. Um, and I love what you said a few minutes ago about, you know, finding the goodness, finding the silver lining, what you can be grateful for, you know, the point you made about maybe not loving your body as much when you were a young teenager and now thinking, wow, I didn't even know what I was really saying or thinking at that point. Um, yeah, I mean, it's so raw and and honest. And I appreciate your vulnerability with sharing that because when we are in those dark moments, it's really easy to spiral into negative thinking. And sometimes it just has to be the moment you're in and not thinking about what's coming or what just happened, but instead, what can you find What are the blessings that appear in the moment that you are in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And even, I mean, there's a, like, there's a lesson in everything, in everything that happens, you know. Um, People, when I tell people about, you know, like what happened, they're always like, oh, I'm so sorry, that's so terrible, blah, blah, blah. And like, I know that they're coming from a good place, but at the end of the day, like, it's not terrible. It's it's set my purpose into motion. It's made me who I am today. And honestly, I wouldn't, of course I would take like my able body back, but I wouldn't take back the experience for anything.
0: Mm. Chills head to toe on that. Uh, it's, um, it's breathtaking when we sit and pause and reflect on just the divinity and the master plan and how it's led you to now helping, other people. And I am thrilled that you joined me today. Nicole, thank you so much for sharing uh, this part of your life with us. And uh, thank you for your time.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: For more information on Nicole and the empowering work she does with her clients, visit NicoleKristen.com. We've included a link in the show notes. Stories like this one are important to tell. It reminds us that even during the darkest times, we can always find light. We can always choose faith over fear. For exclusive content, please join my Spark Plug members-only community and apply to be a guest on this show. Find out more at spiritandspark.com.